Welcome to the PA Podcast. I'm Olivia Coftry, one of the two co-founders of Oriel Partners, a boutique PA and administrative recruitment consultancy based in Mayfair. The business was launched in 2018 with the aim to provide the highest quality of service to both our clients and candidates, following three main values, honest, kind and fun. Providing an honest and transparent service to our clients, to be kind and helpful to our candidates and to have fun in the office in a supported working environment. Part of the reason of launching our business was to inspire others and hence this PA podcast has been launched. I will be interviewing a number of successful PAs across a variety of industry sectors to provide current industry knowledge, explain how they got to where they are today and discuss the skills required to be successful in their roles. This week, I'm really excited to have Johnny Ierson with me. Hi, Johnny. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Um, so I'm just going to do a really quick synopsis of Johnny's career. So he started working in hospitality. Um, he then moved away from that and worked as a private PA slash house manager for three different families, one from the Far East, one Russian and a British family. And then most recently, Johnny has been working for a very high profile uh, family in the music in the music world. So very interesting, lots to cover. So yep. I'd love to start by just talking through your career from start to finish. So over to you, Johnny. Okay. Um, well, as you said, I did start in hospitality. Um, I worked in hotels for many years, um, right at the beginning in sort of food and beverage service mm -hmm. as a, uh, a recent schoolboy graduate waiter, and then worked my way up into management, um, got to know much more about the operation side of the hotel business. Um, moved into London, was there for a few years, and then I took a little time out to do some travelling, and when I came back to London, I was sort of open to new opportunities, um, not necessarily anything outside hospitality, but I was talking to several recruiters and one of them suggested that I go for an interview for this role in a private house. And I'm not sure she really understood the role. She didn't sort of tell me a lot about it, but I went for a couple of interviews and somehow sort of fell into being a house manager. Um, and I've never looked back. It certainly clicked with me, um, you know, looking after either an individual or a, or a, a family mm -hmm. and providing them really sort of personal service. So rather than being based in an office, you were based in their private home. Yes. And were there many other staff that were based there as well? Um, not in my first role. Mm -hmm. um, full time in the house was only me and one housekeeper. And then I would hiring extra staff as and when required. Mm -hmm. um, when I worked for the Russian family, that was a much larger operation. I had many staff that I was sort of all responsible for, you know, chefs, sh uh, chauffeurs, nannies, housekeepers. Security, I'm sure. A bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. And how did you find that having been in the hospitality world and a, a hotel with lots of people around you to then going to be based in a house in a much kind of smaller setup? The essentials are pretty similar, actually, okay. and um, certainly the households I've worked in, the families have been very busy and have been in and out all the time. I always sort of describe it like, it's kind of like running a small hotel. You know, you've got people coming, you've got people going, 
all the time. They still There's want a service. They still want a service. Um, it's kind of a 24-hour operation as well. The, the hotels never close and mm. neither do houses, really. Um, so, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of similarities between the two. And I always liked working in more of a boutique, sort of smaller hotel, because it's more personal mm. and you can you can really have a, a, a close interaction with your guests. Mm-hmm. And so for me, moving into a private household and just sort of slightly downsizing kind of made a lot of sense. Mm. And is there a blurred line between, you know, being a part of the family and then being an assistant and providing that support? And is that hard to kind of manage and negotiate? Yeah, it can occasionally be easy to forget or that you are sort of you're still staff and yeah. and cert, certain families are much more they have a more formal environment and it's sort of a clear delineation between you know the staff and and them some are much more relaxed and much more informal and you know I was working for one gentleman and he didn't have a sort of um a large family it was really just him and so and I would travel with him a lot so we would be you know we were quite close and we talk about personal things and he talk we talk about my partner and you know that and that's when you have to always sort of have that in the back of your mm, mind mm. um that you know you're still on the payroll <laughs> absolutely and a lot of candidates uh i think are attracted to the idea of being a private pa and we do get a lot of people who specifically say that's what they want to focus on i think that might be because it always sounds a bit more exciting or a bit more glamorous from your experience, is that the case? It certainly can be. Um, I've always, you know, many people ask me, how, you know, how did you end up doing what you do? And I don't think it's really, it's not certainly not for me, it's not something I set out to do. Mm. I sort of found it along the way. Um, and again, sort of, you know, I started, I, I come from uh, a sort of house management background and I always, I always find myself talking about how a PA and a house manager are two roles that are very overlapping. And if you're doing one, you're doing the other. And sometimes it's more 50-50, sometimes it's like 70-30. So yeah, it's, it's, for me, it's been a natural progression. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been very lucky and certainly have had some Glam- more glamorous experiences than others. So I think this takes yeah. us onto your most recent role, which yeah. is probably on paper the one that sounds most exciting um, for the American family who are very well known in the music music world. How did that job um, come about? Do you know, it's funny, I actually found that through LinkedIn. Fabulous. Which I... is very unusual. I was never a big fan of LinkedIn. We talk about LinkedIn a lot. I think it's really good for from a job hunting it's perspective. It's certainly, I, I th- you know, I, I use it a lot more now. Yeah. And it certainly improved. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I saw an advert from a recruiter. Um, obviously, that you know, all these adverts are quite vague. Um, but from what I read, it seemed to tick a lot of boxes. So I just emailed him my CV. Um, I hadn't had any interaction with him before. And, yeah, he... I chased him up uh, a couple of days later and we spoke on the phone and he said, looks great, I'll set you up with an interview. And that and was you that. didn't and even that, meet and the that was that. recruiter? You just went no. straight? Wow. No. 
gosh. So, so that is quite unusual. Yeah, so it's definitely yeah. worthwhile having an updated LinkedIn profile. Totally, yeah. Did it say on your LinkedIn profile you were looking or did you just happen to apply? No, I don't think so. Okay. It wasn't really about my profile. It was I was looking through LinkedIn for opportunities. I think it just came up on my feed, actually. Mm. And so, it, you know... I. It's useful just to keep scanning it. You never know what you're going to see. That's interesting because I imagine as well in the world that you work in, a lot of roles might be word of mouth or recommendations because it's so important for the family to feel confident or the individual to feel confident that the trust is there when you have such Mm. access to their life. So that is really unique. And what was your interview process that you went through um, for your most recent role? Um, I met straight away with the principal. Okay. Um, We had a kind of a, quite a good long chat um seemed to seem to click quite yeah. well um and then about a week or so later I went back to have a second interview with him and that was a little bit more of a sort of formal interview mm-hmm. a few more sort of um sort of uh classic questions if yeah. you like tell me about you know um a time that you handle this situation or what's your experience in this um yeah, and that was that was and then it. There really. was an offer, obviously. Yeah. It's quite nice to hear that you met the principal so early on in the process, because I think a lot of the time that would be the third and final interview, and mm. you maybe meet a house manager or yeah. a recruitment, uh, someone representing them on the recruitment side, and actually, the fit with that principal and that relationship is going to be what makes or breaks it. Absolutely. And until you meet them, you're never going to know. Yes, I would say that that situation was unusual yeah that's not the that's certainly not the norm mainly because these type of people are so busy mm. you know they don't have hours in the day to sit down with a bunch of candidates they rely on their staff who know them to whittle it down to just a few and that's when you know they will they will sit down with you and get involved yeah so- i mean the, it, you're right that it is so important about having a personal fit um, but you know that's where the recruitment process can be quite frustrating because you don't get the time to really get a sense of that relationship um, during the process mm-hmm. until you meet them. Well, yeah, I mean, even then, your meeting with them may not be that long or mm. that in depth, just purely because they don't have the time in their schedule. So mm. it's a risk. Yeah, (laughs) well, it is for them as much as for everyone else. absolutely. I mean, it is funny, isn't it, that you take these jobs and you have probably spent half an hour, an hour, if you're lucky, with the person you're supporting (laughs) and it's from that short period of time that you're working out if it's right for you or not. Um, And so in your latest role, you've obviously travelled a lot with the principles that you've been looking after. Have you enjoyed that or have you found that? I have enjoyed it. I mean, I've always, always enjoyed travel and seeing new parts of the world and... I've never been somebody who likes sort of sitting at the same desk every day. I like to be on the go, on my feet, moving around um, with lots of variety. I mean, that's partly what attracted me to this type of work is the variety. So for me, you know, being on the go, um, yeah, I, I really enjoy that. Actually. And do you, did, do you always have a lot of notice before you're traveling? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, that's a recurring theme in this industry is um you know last minute planning or sometimes no planning at all it's you know there's very little 
for certainly for the people I've worked for, there's very little forward planning or long-term planning. Everything's quite short notice. Um, plans are always changing, schedules are always changing. So that's where, as a PA, you really come into your element mm. and dealing with last-minute changes of plan. Do you always have your passport on you? No, not always. Um, but it's, you know, I'm never too far away from it. <laughs> and with regards to the work-life balance, have you had much of that in your career? Again, it's been a it's been a variety. Um, you know, so, some some roles have been where the principal is not based in the UK, and so if they are abroad or one, at one of their other properties, yeah, your hours are much more reasonable, and you just use that time to get things done within the within the property, or you're just supporting them remotely. Um, so there can be late night calls, late night emails, depending on time zones. Um, but you know, I've worked for other people who they're full time residents here in London, and that's that was really full on. I was working sort of pretty crazy hours there, so yeah, it's bit of both. Bit of both. Bit of both. Yeah, it's it's so dependent on the individual that you work for and their expectations. Every everyone's different. Everyone operates in a different way, so it's very difficult to say, yeah, for this type of role, this is what you can expect because. I've worked for, you know, say four or five different clients over the years and each of them have operated in, in a different way. And do you think that there is an element of you as the assistant when you start the role upward managing um, and setting expectations with regard to the hours? Or do you think actually they're the ones that dictate what they need? How much is it your... How, how much can you affect it and how much... Do they affect it? Mm. Interesting question. I think um, certainly uh, earlier in my career, I was very much, you know, just whatever it takes. Yeah, do whatever it takes. <laughs> and and that's, I think that's one of my areas for improvement, okay. shall we say. Um, you know, there is, in, it's it's always a struggle because in this type of role, it's all about, service you know and being there for your boss and you know I have many friends and family of mine who are sort of outside the industry and don't really have a, a an innate understanding of it they certainly you know will question me about the hours and you know not being around for certain things and it is always a struggle and I think now I'm sort of have had more experience I'm more aware of that and looking for ways to be more efficient with my boss and try you know have, always keep in mind that there should be a there should be a work-life balance and manage that better yeah yeah because ultimately if you're exhausted or frazzled you're perhaps not going to provide the best True. service yeah. so it is actually in everyone's best interest to ensure there is some work-life balance yeah, but I, yeah. uh, where, where possible where possible <laughs> and going back to that service I think that's where the hospitality background I'm sure is fabulous training did you feel that that's been of great use as your PA career has progressed definitely um you know for it covers a number of different things being um you know you, you often you you act as the face of not necessarily the company, but of your boss yes, or you know, you're his representative. 
you're often a gatekeeper as well. Um, one of my bosses always said to me, he, he specifically, we were talking about it, and he said he specifically liked the fact that I had a hotel background. He said, you know, people are always trying to get get to him and ask him for things. And my role was the gatekeeper. And he said, you know why I like you? It's because you're very good at politely saying no to people. <laughs> and that's, you know, that is that that is a big part of it. That um, is a skill as well. Yeah. I mean, diplomacy is, and, and sort of tact is is also a big part of it. Um, and also dealing with a huge variety of people from all walks of life. I mean, one morning you can be dealing with, you know, a Hollywood A-lister, for example, and then an hour later you're dealing with a plumber and everything in between. It can be, you know, the variety is huge. And mm -hmm. so you have to be comfortable with all kinds of situations and you also have to know when to be firmer and when to sort of step back. And having seen fame firsthand, as you will have done in your most recent role, what are your thoughts on it? Would you want to be famous? No, I wouldn't personally. But then that's why I like being a PA and not being somebody who necessarily has a, a PA in that kind of lifestyle. Mm. I'm not looking to be the guy I want to be the guy's guy yeah do you think you know is it hard being in the public eye as a... yes it is yeah um you know it's popping out is not as straightforward as mm. it is for you and me and um there's yeah it's it's difficult. Mm. There's, there's it's no, no getting around it. I mm. asked that question to someone else we met on the podcast and the answer was the same. No way would I want to be famous, yeah. which is interesting because, again, I think it looks so glamorous and exciting. But when you actually uh, are in that world, I do think it's a very different experience. So going back to all the different families that you've supported from different countries and different cultural backgrounds, have you? has it been a challenge to adapt your working style to... Um, be appropriate for the family that you support? I don't think of it as a challenge. I mean, I look at it as a great experience. Mm -hmm. And I, I, where I am now, I'm very happy that I have had the opportunity to work for people of different cultures. And I, you know, I'm always looking to learn things. Um, I think it kind of goes back to the my sort of hotel days. And, you know, you're constantly dealing with people from all over the world and the different ways that they operate and behave. And so I think that sort of natural hospitality plays into that and you you adapt to them. So I, I look at it as a as a as a benefit to mm. me. And it means you're always learning, absolutely. Yes, definitely. And the recruitment process is something we haven't touched on a huge amount. How have you found that throughout your career? Um not always great, to be honest. Um you know, I, in between jobs, I've spoken to a huge variety of recruiters and, and recruitment agencies. Um, some a lot smaller and sort of more boutique-y, mm -hmm. and some much larger agencies where you certainly feel like you just can get lost very easily. Um, for me, I have always noticed um, speaking to somebody who has been there and done it themselves. Um, I really noticed the difference um, rather than speaking to 
someone who perhaps is a career recruiter or mm. who who maybe just doesn't quite understand what these type of roles entail. entail. Mm. It's quite it's a pretty niche world, you know, and not everybody necessarily necessarily gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, and have you found that when you apply to roles, you always hear back or? Are you quite good at following up, or what's the process that you do? I think you have to be good at following up. You have to be tenacious. I mean, um, almost every recruiter I speak to is always telling me how busy they are, um, and I understand that. And so, you know, if you don't hear back, I have never thought there's any anything wrong with following up, whether it's email or or phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so many times I hear, oh, the clients hasn't got back to me or the client's traveling or they've actually put this on hold for a few weeks and that's the nature of this type of work you know um it's not like applying to a company that has a big hr system in Mm -hmm. place it's individuals it's families it's people whose plans change from day to week so you have to be adaptable and you have to be patient yeah and i think it's just as frustrating for the recruiter Certainly, it can be. Yeah, yeah. but um, yes, it it is a it is a challenging, often process. um, And I I think part of the sort of following up is just keeping your name in somebody's consciousness. Mm. I mean, they, you know, I know recruiters have so many candidates, um, and you know, it if you're not sort of pushing yourself to the top of the pile, you're just going to get move down I guess I hope not I hope not but I hear what you're saying totally um and with regards being a male PA in what is often a more female dominated Mm. industry we certainly see rightly or wrongly many more female PAs do you feel that that helps you I would like to think that it makes me stand out Mm -hmm. a little bit from from the field of of many candidates um I mean, I, I know that there are certain roles that, you know, once you start talking to a recruiter, they say, actually, we can't put this in the advert, but we're looking, because of cultural reasons, we're looking for female only. Um, I did once have one that said, we're only looking for males, uh, once I started talking, which was quite unusual. Um, but no, I don't, for me, I like, I don't, I don't, wouldn't say I've experienced any sort of benefits necessarily in being a male um maybe other than you do perhaps stand out yeah. because you're you are a minority yeah uh, absolutely and but so, it's difficult for me to know that it would be that's sort of almost a more of a question for you really. yeah De- we see a lot fewer male pas definitely mm. and i often see male pas much like yourself as they become quite senior i don't necessarily meet them when they're more junior right so I'm never quite sure how they got there. But <laughs> but the, the male PAs that we featured on this series in the podcast actually have both come from a hospitality background. And actually maybe that is the route a lot go. Have yeah. the concierge or maybe been a butler or something like that in a, in a household and then have moved away from more of a service role and into more of an assistant role. Yeah, I, um, I, I know other people... Who who have come down that route that route too, and um, yeah, it makes I mean it makes a lot of sense to me. 
We love seeing male PAs. I think <laughs> I think it's great, um, and I think it would be nice if it became you know more equally balanced. It should. Um, so long term, Johnny, what are your plans? Do you know where you see your career progressing? To be honest, no. I am not a super long term planner. Um, I'm very much enjoying my my work at the moment. Um, I <clears throat> I'm certainly aware that this this type of work and you know often the hours and the travel is not necessarily uh, something that I'm going to want to continue long term. So I'm trying to make the most of it now. Um, many people have said to me, "Ah, oh, maybe you should go into recruitment." Um, it's it's an it's an option. It's not something that I am. I don't really see myself going there, but ask me again in <laughs> ask me again in ten years. What you want to come and work with Oreo and me, maybe? Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. But as you said, having done the role, you would be the perfect person to a speak to clients about their expectations, but also speak to candidates about their career and long term. So I can I can see that working. It does make it does make sense. Um, I think you know I like I very much like the idea of working for um a, a boss or a principal that that you find inspiring mm-hmm. and um you know once if you can be with them for several years and you know move up <clears throat> in perhaps in their organization and that would be a way to sort of step away from from the PA side of things and perhaps well i mean the possibilities are endless really but mm. you know i see a lot of roles working for not necessarily business people but philanthropists or entrepreneurs and I feel that that you know if you you provide them with a good service and develop a good working relationship I think you know that's a good a good way to to further your your own career yeah and you never know operationally there's so many areas that you could progress into or go down And would you say, um, finally, just to wrap up, there are any top tips or any skills that you think are really required to provide that first-class service? I think staying calm is very important. Um, I use the word unflappability quite often. Um, being sort of ready to deal with anything that gets thrown at you and not being phased by sudden changes Um or last minute, you know, hiccups. Um, try and always have a plan B because you often, you know, something will happen. And if you've already, you don't necessarily have to have things in place, but if if you've at least thought about what might be, you know, an alternative, um, you've got something ready in your mind that you can present as a, as a possible solution to your boss. That's very important. Uh, Having the backup. I think just staying calm you know is important um i over the years i've worked with many people who they get um they get flustered there you go that's a good that's a good (laughs) word for it um yes that's and you know i've always been somebody who so okay let's let's not panic let's just look at this and see what we can do to 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 solve it i can see that you're very calming just the way you speak it's calm well, I mean, I, th- I think that is important, you yeah, know, and I, and I think um, certainly when you work for an individual, often in their, you know, in their home or in their household, they're looking for a presence or a, a personality that is that is calming. They don't, 
want to come home and you know somebody's like oh my god you know and it's all sort of high 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 energy mm. you, you do need um a calmness absolutely I think that's important well johnny thank you so much for joining us my it's pleasure. been so interesting talking to you and i hope that it's been really inspirational as well to everyone listening um so good luck with the rest of your career and i'm sure we will be in touch thank you very much i look forward to it Thank you so much for listening to the Oriel Partners PA podcast. I hope you found this informative and inspiring. If you are looking for a new PA role or know anyone else who might be, please do point them in our direction and we would love to assist. The web address is orielpartners.co.uk and our office number is 0207 101 Job hunting can be a very daunting experience and we are fully aware of that. I'm ready to support and guide you through the process. We never push our candidates and we will never waste your time. Our open and honest conversations discussing your future career allow us to fully understand your ambitions and objectives and enable us to advise you in the best way possible. Whether you are a college leaver looking for your first London role or a high-flying EA at the pinnacle of your career, our team are fully qualified to assist you. We are also here to help with any CV queries, negotiating a pay rise or general career advice. I will be back next week for the next episode of the PA podcast. Have a great week, everyone.